Hi, I'm Hillary Walsh, a serial entrepreneur, award-winning immigration lawyer, law professor, TEDx speaker, and raving Phoenix Suns fan. Over the past decade, I've helped thousands of immigrants live free in the United States. I'm talking work permits, social security numbers, green cards, their citizenship, VAWA, T-Visa, U-Visa, and lots of successful appeals. Here's the thing. Immigration law is super complicated and legal advice, well, it can be pretty expensive. So I created the Immigration Law Made Easy podcast to share my 10 plus years of experience with you for free. So if you're looking for tried and true, no BS, step-by-step strategies and tips on how to win your immigration case and live truly free in the United States, you're in the right place, my friend. Let's get started. Hi there, my friend. My name is Hillary Walsh. I am an immigration lawyer, and today I want to talk to you about drug convictions and your immigration status. A lot of times, if you're coming across this video, you probably already either have a conviction or you know maybe you've been charged with something and you're worried that this might impact you. Maybe you're worried that it's going to make you lose your green card. Maybe you're worried it might make you lose your citizenship, or perhaps you're already in removal proceedings and you're trying to figure out what happens next. I want to answer all of your questions in this video. It's going to be a little bit generic. We're not going to talk about specific drug convictions today. We're just going to talk about them generally. So for example, in Arizona, dangerous drugs, that's going to be what I'm going to call a drug conviction today. Similarly, if it's a cocaine possession conviction, I'm going to talk about that as a drug conviction. And additionally, if it's a marijuana conviction, even though marijuana is legal here in Arizona and lots of other states here in the U.S., it's still not legal on a federal level, and therefore it's considered a controlled substance. So even possession of marijuana where, uh, as an American, I'm allowed to have it, unfortunately for immigrants, it is a federal crime and you could find yourself facing removal as we'll talk about in this video today. So I want to start this by saying that we're going to talk about, you know, drug convictions, what problems they may or may not cause for you. We're going to talk about even if you don't have a conviction, some of the things to watch for specifically if you have them showing up on your police report. And then if you've already got the conviction or you've already got the police report and you're wondering, what do I do next? What are the, what's going to happen now? I'm going to talk about kind of some of the ways that we can navigate. If, if we already have it, it's already here. Let's, what do we do now? And I'm going to talk to you about that kind of in our third part of our video today. So let's get into it. Drug convictions. Most of them are a problem. Most of them are in fact are a very big problem. That's why when, and I know it's very stressful, and if, and if, like I said, if it's what's done is done and you already have the conviction, then, you know, we just have to fast forward to the end of this video, uh, end of the podcast, if you're listening, to figure out, what do I do now? I've already got it. But if you're in these stages where you've just been charged, it's really important to work with a skilled criminal defense attorney to hopefully help you um, take a safe, what I would call a safe plea for immigration purposes. So to the extent you can, you definitely should. So when we talk about drug convictions, I'm talking again about every type of drug. We call them controlled substances in federal law, but this can include things like a pipe, like scales, like little baggies that might hold drugs. All of these things can also be considered a drug conviction because they're drug paraphernalia. I've never really understand why that fancy word needs to be uh, called that, but in any event, uh, there's even a case that talked about how a sock 
could be used to be uh, drug paraphernalia. So the police can get very creative in how they want to charge you. And it's important that you defend yourself appropriately. So if you have, you know, paper that you're going that, that, you know, could be used to roll a joint or something like that, all of these can result in a drug conviction. Now, not all drug convictions and not all paraphernalia are going to be created equal. So that's why it's important before you take your plea to meet with someone who can advise you on the immigration consequences. And at my law firm, we can help you with that. And many times your, your criminal defense attorney will already have a relationship with an immigration lawyer if they don't also practice immigration law to be able to tell you this plea is not going to get you in hot water that we know of. Okay. That's pretty much the best thing someone can say to you. It's either going to get you in hot water or it's not going to get you in hot water for immigration purposes. Okay. So now let's say that you have a, let's say you have a, you don't have a conviction, but you have this police report and you're wanting to apply for your green card. Stop everything and call an immigration lawyer right away before you apply for your green card. Because if there's a police report out there on your green card application, you have to state that I have or have not been arrested, cited, charged, anything related to crimes in the United States or in any other country. So even if this was in a foreign country, you still have to tell USCIS that you have been arrested or that you have been charged with something. And then they're probably going to ask for the police report. They definitely do here in Phoenix. They want to see the police report. They want to see what you were charged with. They don't want to take you at your words. They don't really want your explanation of the events. They want to see what the police are saying happened. And if there are drugs or things related to drugs inside that police report, what as an immigration lawyer, what I do is I want to make sure, number one, that it doesn't make you out to be someone who the government could have reason to believe you were trafficking drugs, okay? Trafficking drugs means transporting them in any sense, whether they're for the sale or not. But if you're transporting drugs, usually if someone's trafficking drugs, they're with the intent to sell those drugs. You don't have to be charged or convicted of those things. Just the police report alone can tell this story. And if it just gives a reason for the USCIS officer to believe that you are a drug trafficker, you can be not only just denied your green card application, but it can also um, cause you to be deported. And anytime we have these types of allegations, or definitely if we've got the conviction and we're put into removal proceedings, we're almost certainly going to be facing what's called mandatory detention. What does that mean? It means that even if a judge were really, really nice and wanted to grant you a bond so you could pay a certain amount of money in order to be released and go free while your case is pending, the judge wouldn't be allowed to because there's a specific law in immigration law that says if you have a controlled substance conviction, you are required to stay in the immigration detention center during your whole case. And it strips the immigration judge of any authority to grant you a bond, even if he or she really, really wanted to, he or she isn't allowed to give you a bond. So again, this goes back to 
if you found yourself in this situation and let's say that your, your family member, you're watching this and your family member is detained and you know that they have a drug conviction, specifically a controlled substance conviction, like they had a small amount, any amount of cocaine on them, any amount of fentanyl, any amount of marijuana on them, they are not going to be able to get a bond and you should not pay anyone to try to get a bond for them anyway. Okay. I mean, I guess it's your right. You can always try, but if, the, if we already know that they have the conviction, then we also already know the immigration law says that the judge can't grant them a bond. You should instead go ask ICE to release them on parole because ICE, unlike the immigration judge, doesn't have this restriction. They could release your family member on parole. All right, let's go back to the reason to believe you might be a drug trafficker. If you have any drug history, any drug history whatsoever, you should not, and this includes just arrests, even arrests where you are later exonerated, late, later like they had the wrong person, whatever it might be. You should absolutely invest the time, energy, and money in meeting with an immigration lawyer before you file for your green card because these are things, again, you know, if, if it come to find out it doesn't look real good and you've applied for a green card and you go for your interview that day, what we don't want is ICE to be there and arrest you at your interview because the USCIS officer thinks that you're subject to mandatory detention and they're going to give you a notice to appear that day, which is all fancy words to say. If you have this conviction history or you have these charges, you've got this police report out there and USCIS is trying to decide whether or not to give you your green card. They can also, they have within their authority to work with ICE and the Department of Homeland Security in deciding whether or not to arrest you at your green card interview and take you into immigration custody. So these are very, very serious things not to be messed around with. And I don't say that often. You know, there are lots of times where I tell people you could absolutely apply for your green card all on your own. You don't have any criminal history. You got no fraud and misrepresentation. You're married. You lawfully entered with a visa. Off you go. There's no reason to involve an immigration lawyer. But in these types of cases, this is when the immigration lawyer is very valuable to you because we don't want things to go wrong. Now, Let's fast forward a little bit. Let's cut to the chase. If you have this conviction or you have these charges, there are exceptions to the rule. So first of all, there is an option called a 212H waiver. This waives certain drug convictions. And this, you know, let's say you are actually convicted. It waives certain drug convictions under very limited circumstances. A 212H waiver is pretty rare, frankly, but it might be something that you would need to look into. Additionally, if your conviction is related to 30 grams or less of marijuana, then you could also have an exception for that because 30 grams or less is a very small amount of marijuana under immigration law standards. And you know, you can show that basically this was just something that was for personal use. You weren't you know, transporting a whole bunch of it or anything like that. And it has to, the police report needs to identify that it was a very small amount of marijuana, specifically 30 grams or less. Last but not least, let's say you have, and I'm just going to 
I'm just going to go for it. Let's say you have a drug trafficking conviction. You had um, pounds and pounds and pounds of marijuana in your car and you caught, you were caught entering the U.S. This is a big problem, right? What I will say is that the T visa and the U visa both have the ability to waive even these types of really intense for immigration purposes, drug convictions. So even if you've got, you know, possession of marijuana, possession of cocaine, possession of methamphetamine with intent to sell, if you are approved for a T visa or a U visa, what we do is we apply for a waiver along with those things and we ask for these convictions to be waived, which will clear the path for you to then be able to apply for a green card. So I hope that that's helpful information for you to know in that even with you know, even if you feel like the odds are really stacked against you because now you have these convictions and sometimes they're really old convictions, a typical adjustment of status, like a green card through a marriage or a green card through your kid, it's not going to work because you have these convictions, but the T visa and the U visa can help. So if you're going for your green card through a T visa or a U visa, you can apply for these waivers and they can be extremely helpful even for some of the most impossible, seemingly impossible things to overcome. I also want to share that if you have a, if you have a conviction, a drug conviction specifically from California, there's, there's also hope for you in the sense that you can do something called post-conviction relief. And this is something that I've personally done for client in the past because he had a California conviction and he had possession of methamphetamine with intent to sell. It was in the early 2000s and we were able to get that conviction vacated. This is very different than sealed or you know, taken away and things like that, where it's just basically like, we're going to, we're going to put white out over it, but it's still in the, it's still in the books. When it's vacated, it means that it's like, it's erased from the books. It's torn up as if it never existed. And that is very, very helpful for people as they pursue trying to move forward with maybe getting a green card through marriage or getting a green card through your adult children who are U.S. citizens, because if the conviction isn't there anymore, if it's been torn up and it's gone, then now that clears the path for you where if it had still been there, and this is really specific to California, I've not had a lot of success in other states, including Arizona. I'm fighting one case right now like this, so I'll keep you posted if things turn out better. But for right now, the these are successful only in California for old or older California convictions where you've already served your time and now really it's just hanging over you like a cloud for your immigration process. So let's summarize and we'll be all good to go. If you need more help, please reach out to me. I'm Hillary at New Frontier Immigration Law. Drug convictions are almost always a problem. So lawyer up early and often if you're going to, before you take a plea. If you already have a plea, you know, this is the time for you to meet with me before you have to go, like, let's say for your sentencing and that sort of thing, because it's very likely that you're going to be taken into ICE custody right after you're done serving your, your sentence. Okay. And 
once you're in, in ICE custody, it's pretty much impossible for an immigration judge to grant you a bond. So we want to make sure that we can set you up for success before you're taken into ICE custody. Even if you don't have a conviction, your police report can be very damning for your case. So if you have anything related to drug conviction or drug charges or drugs in a police report, you want to make sure to talk to, to an immigration lawyer before you pull the trigger on filing that green card application. And if you already have the conviction, I want to give you some peace of mind to let you know that not all hope is lost. There are exceptions to the rule, like the 30 grams or less of marijuana. You can get the 212H waiver for very specific, very limited uh, drug convictions. And then you also have the T visa and the U visa as options. And we specialize in New Frontier in both T and U visas because they provide such amazing relief for people. So if you think maybe this is what I need to do, please give me a call. And I also want to say that although a T visa won't help you, if you've already been deported, a U visa can. So even if you've already been deported, possibly because of this drug-related conviction, that the U visa can still help you even if you're outside the United States and you're wanting to return. I am immigration lawyer Hillary Walsh. I'm here to help you live free. Call me or message me if you need anything else. Have a great day. My friend, I'm so glad you joined me today. If you have a friend or family member who may need some immigration law guidance or even just day-to-day -day encouragement, please send them a text or email or a DM on social media and say, hey, I think this podcast is gonna help you. I sure wish someone had given me the tips I'm sharing here years and years ago when I was starting out as an immigration lawyer. Thank you so much for being here. I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Adios.